Hello, historians. Welcome back. I'm your host, Tara Shimkus, here with your Daily Slice of History. For today's episode, we are going to be talking about an important event in the lead-up to the French Revolution, which is another one of my favorite historical periods. So let's get into it. On this date in 1789, hundreds of women and some men stormed the famous Palace of Versailles in France and demanded that they be given bread. To back it up a bit, as I am sure many people are aware, the situation of the poor in France was very bad at that time. If you have read A Tale of Two Cities or anything like that, you really understand what I'm talking about here. But anyways, anger against the French monarchs Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette was very strong. So on the morning of October 5th, a young woman marched through the streets of Paris beating a drum, and she was joined by other women carrying makeshift weapons. The group made their way through the streets of Paris to Hotel de Ville, the city hall of Paris, where by that time they numbered 7,000, all chanting, when will we have bread? At the hotel, they were met by units of the National Guard, whose commander was the Marquis de Lafayette, a figure you might know from your American history. Quick sidebar on Lafayette. He's always been a favorite historical figure of mine, although I do think he was a little too sympathetic to the French Revolution. In fact, after the storming of the Bastille, another important event in the French Revolution, he sent the key of the prison and a stone from the structure to none other than George Washington. And if you are interested in seeing the stone and the key, they are both on display at Mount Vernon. But I digress, back to Paris. The women wanted to march to the King's Palace at Versailles, which was outside of Paris, and there was talk that the National Guard might have to follow them. Lafayette was reluctant to do this, as he did not want to leave the city undefended, nor did he want to essentially bring an army to the King's doorstep. However, once his men made it clear that they would march to Versailles with or without him, Lafayette hesitantly took his place at the head of 15,000 men in the pouring rain and began to march to Versailles. At that point, the mob had already quite a head start, and they arrived in Versailles way ahead of the National Guard, after about a six-hour march in the rain. If they weren't mad before, they were certainly mad now. They were prohibited from entering the palace grounds, but they were allowed into the hall where the assembly met. There, the perceived leader of the crowd was asked to explain their grievance, which was, simply put, the aristocrats didn't want them to eat. The anger of the crowd was then calmed by a deputy named Robespierre, a name that might sound familiar, and they were promised to be allowed to send a delegation to the king. At that time, Louis XVI had just returned from a hunt, but he agreed to give six women chosen by the crowd an audience. Thanks to his kindness to one of these women when she fainted from embarrassment, many of the rioters withdrew, but others still remained in Versailles. When Lafayette arrived with the National Guard, he attempted to persuade the king that it would be safer if he and the royal family moved to Paris attended by the National Guard. Louis said he would give Lafayette his answer in the morning, but around 5.30 in the morning of October 6th, a group of people snuck into the palace grounds and broke into the royal apartments, intent on killing the queen. Two guards who attempted to stop them were killed and their heads were carried by the crowd on pikes. Inside the palace, utter pandemonium ensued as Marie Antoinette ran about barefoot, shouting for someone to save her children as a crowd ran through the palace looking to murder her. Before any harm could be done to the royal family, the National Guard got the situation under control, and Lafayette, who had been sleeping when the attack began, rushed to the scene. At this point, the king no longer had any choice in the matter of moving to Paris, and so a giant caravan consisting of the royal family, the National Guard, the mob, and wagons of flour made its way to Paris. Immediately after this incident, Versailles was symbolically boarded up, and as one historian observed, it had already become a museum. Now this was but one step in the lead-up to the French Revolution, but it was a very significant one, and I'm sure we will get into others in future episodes, but unfortunately, historians, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, have a great day, and I will see you next week.